What's up, Toka fam? It's Six from the Tokadon Podcast. Just want a sec. We want to thank you guys for all the support you've given us in this colorful spandex, shiny belt-filled adventure. We want to bring you the best Toka-related entertainment possible, and it takes effort. Sometimes we actually have to research, and Carl falls asleep when he has to read the wordy stuff. So catch Tokadon live on twitch.tv forward slash kaijucarl, or you can find Tokadon on Podbean and any of your favorite podcast sites. If you like the stuff we bring you, and you want to support the show, you can head over to our Patreon, where for $2, you can subscribe. We'll even shout you out on the show. Also, visit merch store for the latest Tokudan goodies. We got shirts, we got sweaters, we got what you want. Thanks for the sec. I'm Six from the Tokudan Podcast. See ya. In a world of shiny helmets, spandex jumpsuits, and strange monsters, these heroes force feed you a bowl of awesome that is the Tokudan Podcast. What's up, everybody? How we doing? What's up, guys? What up? What's up? How are we feeling this evening? I don't even know what it is anymore. It is the sundist day. The The sunnest day. Yes. The the sun. The sun of days. The sun of days that is lying because it is freaking cold. It is goddamn (laughs) cold outside. Oh my goodness. Like, oh, I I worked pretty much yesterday, and coming home, I was like. it got like colder the closer I got. Yeah, that's fair. To, to getting home, I'm like, wow, this is gonna be bad, bad. <laughs> like, ugh. like normally, normally I have like a constant chill anymore, so uh-huh. I'm I'm usually like battling that. But now it's like fighting Sub Zero every morning, bro. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now we were out with some friends last night, and we like left, and we're like, oh, it's snowing. That's weird. I wonder how the roads are. It was fine. The roads were fine in general, honestly, but like yeah. the snow. And then when we left, we were like, why is it an actual blizzard outside? This is bullshit. <laughs> why is, why am I dying? Why, why? am I dying? Why, why is, is my thing life right now? dropping? I'm taking chip damage right now, aren't I? <laughs> <laughs> why is frost procking? Oh my God. I'm frosted. Damn it. Make <laughs> it to the car. <laughs> oh, good Lord. Did you even fat roll? Could you even fat roll? No, you. Well, I mean, you can, but you slow down when frost procs, and then you take Would a you, chunk of damage. But like, imagine, imagine fighting. A, like, obviously, I would only get so far. Mm-hmm. If I were a Dark Souls champion, because the frost areas would be off limits to me. I would okay. never get those upgrades. It's like ever. space when you're in a mech, right? Is that what we're talking here? Yes, exactly. I, I am strictly the whole Terra. This thing, it is. Yes. It doesn't work. I am. I am absolutely all about gravity and maintaining my sense of equilibria. Because this, <laughs> the, the moment it's off, like I'm, I'm already not graceful, bro. Like I, I am already the ox in the in the china shop so (laughs) like legitimately anything that throws that off even a little is like detrimental to me (laughs) no legit (laughs) i used to like roller coasters man i used to really dig roller coasters now i think i rode one price it must have been two years ago right Mm -hmm. two years ago was the last time i was on a roller coaster and 
I remember I was on and, and being on it was easy. Yeah. Coming off of it though, my <laughs> body was like, did we did just get into a car crash? Soul? Is that what's happening? Like, are, are you okay? Did we just run from somebody? Why is your heart <laughs> racing? Are you okay? <laughs> I'm like, okay, oh my probably goodness. not that for a while. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah. That's um, awesome. That's, a, that's just nostalgia. Trip. That's fine. So hi, guys. Welcome to Tokenon. Yeah, no, you can throw <laughs> me in space. I'll do whatever you want as long as I get the mech. I don't give a flying fart. Like I, I've always romanticized about it, but honestly, yeah, like I've only I've I've been suspended by one of those um uh it's one of those jumping places. I forget the general name for like all of them is like jump the jump indoor, fun fun. The yeah. indoor uh, the indoor like place that smells like whatever. Feet, yeah, feet and child sweat. It's the it's the gotcha. grossest place ever. Okay, <laughs> but I'm uh I was there and they were like, hey, do you want to do the 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 you know where they drag you and people go limpless? It's funny, but. <laughs> I, I was like, yeah, I'll try it, but I was, I, I didn't know if I could, you know, bear the weight. And yeah. I'm like, yeah, let me get in it. And I didn't feel comfortable at all. It's like really like, you know, mm -hmm. I'm like, nope, I'm not going to like this at all. So, nope. uh, but I bailed on that. But even just them lifting me up, I was like, oh, no, 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 I need to control this. <laughs> so, like, did you yeah. just start to like drift in one direction? It, <laughs> it was, it was more like leaning forward. I was oh, like, oh, okay. oh, oh, no. Oh no! They were like, "Yeah, kind of lock your hips." I'm like, "How do you lock your hip? Like, <laughs> everything is locked. What do you want from me? <laughs> like, like I can't get any more clenched right now, lady. You want? You know how tight this is gonna get? <laughs> oh my goodness! But I, I, no, I'm, yeah. I'm all for it. This is why your favorite is Easy Eight, and I will take literally yes. anything. So yeah, it's fine. Easy Eight is oh my, such a beautiful. I love it. Plus the backpack, man. I could put anything in that. Quite literally. Like, you have your whole like arsenal a, in like a minigun of <laughs> yeah, you could go straight up seraphim and just pop a mini gundam in there exactly exactly i'm surprised That's those like build shows didn't do something like that where they have like an actual like sd gundam like pop out of his backpack was he ever featured in that like at all yeah yeah they've had, they've had several easy eights um there was an entire team Ooh. of easy eights Ooh, really yeah, yeah. Okay. so they did like a, a three version thing where like one was like the long range reconnaissance it had the huge radar dish on its head it was that one the ecos type nice i think it's ecos nice um and then there was a like a melee mid-range fighter and then they had the like actual sniper kind of thing like he was the artillery almost um Ooh. it was pretty sick and it was in the i think it was build fighters try and the, the one that was like the leader like mid-range whatever he had like electric knuckles <laughs> so oh, he could okay. run up and just like punch okay. people <laughs> <laughs> i'm okay with that yeah he had the I little mean... like the bullpup machine gun that they have but then he would just run up like <laughs> <laughs> Shido used his arm, so hey. Yeah, not? he was like, "We should, we should encourage this more." <laughs> <laughs> Man, I remember when I initially watched Easy Eight, mm -hmm. um, but Eighteen. Sorry, why did I call it that? Um, yeah. yeah. Anyway, when I was watching that initially, uh, it was it was on overnight, <clears throat> and I was doing the whole, you know, when I was in my recording phase, so mm -hmm. I, I was taping it while I was watching it. So I remember. Like after the episode would end, I would, re I would rewind and, and watch it again because I was like semi distracted by recording. Yeah. So when I fell in love with that, this is gonna I'm gonna tie it back. Watch this. When I fell in love with the Easy Eight, I really I love the idea of the you know the the UC universe where it was like military stuff. Yeah. When it spun off, Gundam Wing became my favorite because of the, oh my god, the grandiose story. Yeah. Tall <laughs> and Zax. But anyway, mm 
Um, but I prefer stories like a MS team where it's military and it's all like um, war smaller. Yeah, where I mean, he didn't solve the war, but he solved the problem. Yeah. You know what I mean? So uh, anyway, thinking of that, I was when I was rewriting our Tokudon story. Mm -hmm. I went smaller scale because I, I was really thinking grandiose. I was like, yo, yeah. I want to make like this 50 episode crazy thing. And then I'm like, no, maybe six episodes is better. Yeah. Let me reduce this calamity that I'm about to unleash into this little world that we're creating <laughs> and, and dumb it down a bit to something that's small scale. Yeah. So anyway, um, so because of the, the idea of a smaller scale story, I love that. Shiro pays a heavy price at yeah. the end of it, okay? And nobody comes out okay. Nope. Not a so, single person. That seemed to be like a theme of the, the I don't know, OVAs, I guess. Um, uh, that's where I was yeah. like, does this, does that, would, would do, do endings like that really feel fulfilling? Because I felt like I was a, I was in a bad place. Yeah. <laughs> like, even that young, I'm like, why do I like this tragic ending? Um... I, it's more real to me like that's really what it with me obviously it is no secret that i love these dark and brooding whatever shows right um and for me Berserk. like especially with stuff like that when it's like gundam or um amazons that kind of thing like to me it's always more believable if everyone is not okay like right like that's really like with saber for example it really bugged me when he just came back after like two months or a year or whatever it was like yeah i wanted there to be a price to him saving the world essentially like i it a lot of times it feels like in animes and you know toku a lot of the stuff that we watch they just get it like for free because plot you know what i mean so when they have to actually pay a price and this is why blade resonates so much when there's an actual mm. price they have to pay for right. that victory i think that's so much more familiar uh fulfilling than just like, oh, I did this because, you know, I just was better than this dude I beat up. You know, that kind of right. thing. Right. Okay. Yeah, and so. that's that's kind of that's kind of like the whole thing, I think, why we why I initially wanted to go that level yeah. and be and be that dark. And then our conversation with Mark left me wanting to lighten it up because it doesn't always have to be that dark. No. Yeah, no. Um, like it doesn't necessarily have to be like everyone dies is the price, you know what I mean? Right. But yeah. like Toma being happy writing stories in the Wonder World, you know, for the rest of his life. I think that's a reasonable thing that, you know, he saved the world. He, yes, yeah. he's separated from his friends, but he can live in bliss doing the thing that he loves at the same time. You know what I mean? Like, there's that semi-equivalent exchange if we're going to go full metal with it. Um, yeah. <laughs> like, it, there's Why an not? equivalent exchange there where, like, he paid a price, but he's not, like, being tortured for all eternity. Like, he's still living a good life. It's I mean, just, as far as endings yeah. go, that movie is absolutely perfect. Then, like, it gives it gives us the level of cost yeah. that I liked, but yet a, a hopeful ending. You know what I mean? It wasn't yeah. depressing. Um, but I, I, that's why, yeah, agreeing with you, including that as the true ending for it, yeah, works for me. Okay. Um, yeah, man. I I love this stuff. I don't like when things like. <laughs> timey wimey shenanigans that's for sure i don't i'm not a right. fan of that well okay have you caught up with revise i have not since we watched last week i haven't watched the newest ones okay well they're about to do spoilers they're about to do a spin-off 
I think. I had that on the docket for the new stuff. We can talk about it then. Okay, cool. So we'll get at that then. But I think that's going to have the kind of ending that we're looking for. Okay. I'm down for that. That's cool. Um, Do you do anything else with your week? Let's see. Um, Other than that that rewrite, uh, I... uh, I settled on on a bad guy. We have a voice for a bad guy. Okay. Um, and then that's pretty much it. Uh, I I don't know. I caught I caught a the trailer for um for the boy season three, mm-hmm. and for some reason that sparked a supernatural kick. So I have my flannel on. Nice. Um, but like other than that, it's pretty much it. The boys season three. Is there a season three or is it the animated one? I saw that too. Oh, okay. There's season three. I didn't know there was a it's just a trailer. Yeah, it just okay. came out. I mean, he's only literally in it for like a smile and a half, but that's enough. Mm-hmm. You know, it's deep. interesting. I know the actor for uh, whatever his name is, Superman, not Superman, is uh, in some deep doo doo right now. Um, really? Yeah, I think he was not being a good person, like typical. Um, so you know that well, is what it is but uh, now the boys is fun <clears throat> i i enjoyed that show much more than i thought i was going to i thought it was just gonna be another like hyper violent you know superhero show because that came out uh in in indivisible uh, invincible invincible there we go invincible came yes. out um you know they're both hyper violent superhero show like takes on the superhero genre um so i was kind of like burned out on the whole like superman trope at that point <laughs> but yeah. i enjoyed uh, invincible i like a lot um, yeah, I, I mean, I Invincible is too. Invincible is proving to, hoping to, to, I hope proves to be where they take comic uh, animated stuff now. Like, let's just do it that way because no. there's 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 no bad episode of that. You no, I mean? and I'm pretty sure it's the same team that did Justice League, or it has a very similar style to it. So, really, I don't know if it's the same team or not, but it has a very very similar look to like Justice League and Justice League Unlimited. And I know, you know, you guys are always super into that. I watched it passively. I enjoyed what I saw. Justice League, yeah. I mean, again, it, 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 when we used to watch it, it was more like um, because it was nostalgic. But we didn't appreciate that level of like like X Men animated series. We didn't appreciate it when we had it. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, definitely um, not. And that show is pretty great too, honestly. So it was the um, '90s X Men. I didn't watch that a whole lot back in the day because I was more Spider Man kid. But like, yeah. I mean, and Iron Man. Let's not talk about the Iron. No one talks about the Iron Man cartoon. Just not saying, many. that's sacrilege. Not many. You know what? I sacrilege. I can't even rattle a couple episodes. I I know the animation. I know it was in the the same. Didn't he have crossovers with Spider Man? Or am I thinking? Yeah, wrong? no, they he did, and then so did like Johnny Flame and stuff like that. Um, yeah, so did Wolverine. Yeah. They did because they were all in the same like general block of shows, right. kind of thing, like Saturday morning cartoon kind of thing. Um, but. You cannot deny the power of Tony Stark's mullet in the animated. <laughs> that there was only one way to draw him. Yeah, and, and that I'm was so mullet, disappointed so. that RDJ never pulled that off. Yeah, I'm sure. Like, even in like a if flashback, anybody could, like <laughs> if I anybody could, when they inevitably bring him back now that they're doing this multiverse thing, that oh, he yeah. comes back with like the mullet going on. The mullet. Oh it my god, be. that'd be beautiful. I mean, that's <clears> also <throat> one of my favorite Iron Man suits—the one that has like the red crop top thing going on. Um, yeah, the, the Marvel two, like the Marvel versus Capcom Iron Man that suit. Okay, Same he one. suffers from Ultraman syndrome where that's I know there's differences, but you, you couldn't put a gun to my head to tell you. Like, I, 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 I don't have no idea. Know. I just think it's a cool suit and he does cool things. I think like Mark, it's Iron Man, you know what I mean? At the end of the day, he's blasting yeah. lasers, fighting people, flying around. Wow. That's what he does. It's his thing. Um, there, I remember there not being a ton of suits in that one, but like there were some cool ones. I mean, he definitely brought out the uh, a couple of like the Golden Age ones, like the they brought out that silver, like his original suit, all that kind of stuff. 
War Machine was in that too, right? War Machine was in that. Yeah, that's where I got introduced to War Machine, and I was like, "Wait, this is this is Iron Man with more guns." <laughs> okay. With all the guns, not with more all guns, guns, all the guns. All the guns. <laughs> um, yeah, that. Oh man, I, I gotta watch them. I gotta find it somewhere. I'm sure it's on YouTube or something. Um, I mean, there's everything's on YouTube. Bro. Everything's right. on Tubi or Pluto TV or YouTube, anything like that. So, so I gotta figure like, it out. such as the. Uh, the subject of our uh, topic today. Yes, the subject of today is actually available on Amazon Prime to watch for free if you have Prime. Um, yes. And it's distributed by Media Blasters. Let me pull up my information here. We'll go through it. We are talking about Hakaider. And Hakaider. More, more specifically, one of the coolest subtitles to Otoku I've heard in a very long time, Mechanical Violator Hakaider. <laughs> uh, I mean, they really, they really wanted to set that standard with that title. I mean, automatically, they're like, yeah, yeah? okay. <laughs> I just, I love it so much because this movie is the pinnacle of like the things that I love. Like we watched Lady Battle Cop a few weeks ago, a couple yes. months ago now, I think at this point. Oh, wow, yeah. This had the same kind of energy. Like, it was this so is... fun. Fun. It was fun. It was. It was awesome. It, did you watch? I watched the dub. Unfortunately, I you watched the. I watched the sub. So I watched okay. whatever was on Prime, which was the Japanese version, um, the director's okay. cut specifically. I don't I know what the difference the is, but it's the director's cut. I had to. But I let's see if they're two different things. Okay, because... this will be fun then. Um, okay. So, if you are not familiar with Mechanical Violator Hakaider, it is a 1995 Japanese tokusatsu movie, and this is important, directed by Keita Amamiya, our boy, mm-hmm. and written by Inoue himself. Toshiki Inoue wrote this movie, so it is produced by the two boys, the, our, our friends, our brothers in arms, that create all the things that we love and hold dear, except for maybe... Uh, Urobochi, he might be the only other one. <laughs> and this movie is absolutely everything that everything. I, I mean, I, I remember watching it. And I was like, I, I started off. I'm like, wow, wow, holy crap, wow. And then it got really hammy, and I'm like, this is so hammy. It's amazing. I loved every second of this movie. So, if you are not familiar with Huck Hider, he is based on Android Kick Hider. And if you're not familiar with that. It's another one of these Ishinomori projects. Um, yes. Kick Hider actually had a cameo when they rebooted him in 2014 in the Gaim series um, in Kamen Rider Gaim. Oh, we were so stoked when we saw that one too, bro. Oh my God. Yeah, and he looks we're great. Really he looks amazing. Um, I never had a chance to see the reboot, so I would like to find it and we can talk about it. Um, but I would like to watch the reboot at some point, even though it's in our intro. <laughs> I've never actually seen the reboot, but um, I just wanted you guys to know. I know. We're, we're up on Kick Hider, man. Yeah. We got it. <laughs> cool. Um, and they do a lot of references to Kick Hider in this one because it's supposed to be kind of a spin on the whole universe. Um, Huck Hider is typically the bad guy to Kick Hider. He's his, you know, his, I don't know what you want to call him, his, his Vegeta, his rival. His Shadow Moon. To his, his Shadow Rx, Moon to his Black Rx, yes. you know what I'm saying? Um, yes. So that's Huck Hider. In this one, they wanted to put a spin on it and make him the uh, protagonist. And Mark's saying he knows a guy who could get the reboot. Okay. Yeah. All right. No, I shouldn't say he's our protagonist. He is a dark hero. Yeah, he's the definite anti-hero to the yes. and he's a he's I think he has like what twelve lines? Uh maybe? yeah, maybe. He doesn't no. talk a whole lot. He does a lot of like staring and then smirking randomly, and we'll get into that. Um yeah. <laughs> but apparently the one that I watched was some kind of director's cut. I don't know what they included or didn't include or you know put back in. Um, I saw the same, maybe. But, but it was a director's yeah. cut just dubbed. I wonder if the director's cut included all the uh, all the, the big boss scenes because those that was 
I I feel like the director's cut may have included more of the dream stuff. Yeah, because that so, was a bit. Oh yeah, okay, all right. You know what anyway. I mean? Like the, the <laughs> yeah, last part, we'll sense. get into it. We'll get into it. Yeah. Um, but what did you think of this movie? <laughs> first off, right I, out the I, gate, I, give I, me the like, like when it, the long when it line. First, <laughs> like obviously, this is this is a product of its of its time. It's not super high budget. I mean, I think there's how do I put this? It is quality. And I'm not going to say it's not, but expect what you're getting for the age. You're not getting this super high budget Hollywood blockbuster. Yeah. But dude, everything about this movie is dope. It's There's, so cool. They don't hold back with any of the, like the practicals are just as, as good as they, they do the uh, uh, gore. There's gore in this to the point where you're like shocked. Because the first time it happens, I think it's what somebody gets their throat gouged open or something like that. Uh, yeah. So he essentially in so the beginning of the movie, because this leads into this, the beginning of the movie, yes. we get the typical Toei wave, you know, that's green. And then they pan over and apparently there's a castle right there, just right out of frame. That's it's always been there. Nobody's known. Yeah, about nobody's it, been there. Like, it's just been right out of yeah. frame the whole time. And I thought that was the coolest thing ever. I was like, oh, OK, OK, here we go. They literally Start, just pan over and that's all. Hi, guys. Starting yeah. off with a high note. And so essentially you have these dudes i don't know who they are they're some kind of rebel okay to be honest people. yeah the, the plot gets a little goofy but just know that there's everybody's a bad guy in some way yeah everybody's no a bad guy. good guy yeah yeah everyone is yeah. trying to bide for their own ideologies essentially um so these yeah. guys break into this castle and they find this man chained up and they're very confused on what's going on but they seem to know i don't even know if they really know what it is they just know there's a treasure there that's what it is they just happen yeah, to know whether there's a treasure um and they find this guy chained up and then he immediately proceeds to do a satsui no hato on them <laughs> all 15 of these dudes straight up but die 1000 deaths <laughs> but i mean they unload on him they empty yeah. like 17 magazines yeah. each onto his ass yeah. and he's just like he eats all of it my turn yeah. you know like it, i was like okay that's <laughs> they how unleash the bullets and then you hear like the ultra pop and you die 1000 deaths <laughs> <laughs> and then they're all ripped apart yeah and, and then it turns into the flash yeah. <laughs> and that's it and then it just rolls the opening thing the opening crawl i was like yeah. oh okay <laughs> so that's our introduction to him and and then from but he's he's fully henching you do get this dope like silhouette shot of him like you you really get the appreciation that this is really gonna be fun yeah. because he's just standing in this body pile and you're like and there's smoke coming off of him it's so it's cool so, so sick it's <laughs> the most like amamiya 1990s thing i've yeah. ever seen in my life like if anyone has seen common rider j or shin or any of the the 90s yeah. like trilogy just anything amamiya has directed it has the biggest amamiya energy um, yeah. And this is one of the things that I love about it because I love his style. His style speaks to me on a spiritual level when it comes to like directing, when it comes to aesthetics, into his art even. Like I love everything this dude pumps out, even if it's the corniest cornball nonsense there ever has been. <laughs> he, he would be like shooting the same style probably today. You know what I mean? Like, oh yeah, absolutely. And I am here for it. Like if we could get yeah. this level of prosthetics today, let's do it. That's the one thing I miss is the process. The, the practicals in this are, are dope. Like yeah. there's there's characters in here that are strictly um, toku. They're they're just 
uh, Michael, I think, is one character that yeah. I'm thinking of. He's strictly in the henshin form the entire time. I think yeah. he is an android. He is an android. They're all androids. But yeah, so he's an android, and and he's like in the whole movie, and yeah. and it doesn't feel weird because it's like he's as he's as embedded with this expectation yeah. as as is his whole movie. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like, he does it, have a henshin of sorts towards the end. Of sorts. Of sorts. Yeah. But we'll get to that. Um, yeah. So essentially so this movie uh, yeah. is <laughs> I'm trying to think of the best way to describe it it's if Mad Max had to try and deal with a love story that he wanted no part of yeah that was so, so cringy though yeah Hakider so has bad. this look that is literally Mad Max um, he's got the jacket with the big things on. He's got the yeah. the bracers on that's, his arms. It's that's a literally comp- Mad Max. Yeah, legitimate, legitimate. And yeah. uh, so that's him in his human form. And very quickly, almost immediately, right after we get this this Satsui no Hado, this raging demon, um, yeah. we see his henshin. And what did you think of that henshin? Bro, come on. The, the, when he transforms... Okay, wait, but we're getting ahead of ourselves because the, the, the plot is he henshins because this this army group is chasing this guy carrying a suitcase full of something right yeah. okay so they finally they catch up to him they yo i don't know how many how, how many times that they fired a grenade with gas canisters but there was only one that made it into the into his his thing and immediately started pluming did, yeah. did you see they yes. shot like 17 of them and, and only one, one went of through them the window. and it like <laughs> didn't even do anything it kind of like and he just he just chokes for like 17 minutes yeah choosing to anyway so that's when that's when he's showing up right like he yeah. starts to he starts to come in with his bike and he, i forget how the full transformation is so essentially he does this like ah and then like some it's, wires it's, like shoot over his hands and then everything kind of like bursts out of him almost it feels very shin yeah but like less gruesome he's not transforming Imagine a weird child of the Giver Henshin and the Shin Henshin is because essentially wires, what we get. The wires look like veins and like yeah. arteries. And then there's the his heart actually is like a geary, yeah. turny, like a like an engine type thing. Yeah. Literally it's like a, it's like a machine that's being whirred up. Yeah. But it's pretty cool. Dude. It's sick. There's like a big <laughs> light that he's just silhouetted, so you don't even really see a lot. You just see like the silhouettes of the wires and things like that going on. Um, it is. I thought it was a sick henshin. It's the only time you see it. It's obviously just kind of like an artistic whatever. But I thought it was really cool because he doesn't even say like henshin or like he just screams time to <laughs> violate or something like that. No, could you? <laughs> he can't say that because that's probably implying many many other things. But you know, just come in with a little. Time to be violent. <laughs> it's time to violate. Blah. <laughs> he's, but, all right. So he, he's comes, he whoops these people's asses. Yeah. Um, I, I, I mean, honestly, remind me of the plot because Jesus Town is Jesus Town, right? Oh, yes. He, it's called he Jesus Town. It's a place called Jesus Town, yep. who's ruled by this. Jesus. I, can, wait, I gotta, I gotta know who voiced the English dub there, because I swear I thought it was Yuri. I have no um, idea. Whoever voices the main dude sounded like Yuri Lowenthal, and every every delivery is so soft and so dramatic. It's almost like a dream. You know what I mean? Legitimate. I don't know how oh, he sounded yeah. in Japanese. No, in Japanese, it's very much like a. 
it's not quite the 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 was like grandiose but it's that same kind of connotation if he's like calm oh god yeah he's anyway. just very much like we must have order and justice and <laughs> so hakaider breaks into jesus town which is run by this dude and is jesus like town. basically immediately recognized <laughs> like like there's there's no like sub there's no holding back in this plot it goes real freaking quick because it's very loose uh, it's a very small like it's not deep <laughs> no. it is we got to get hakaider from a to b and then we're just going to basically make him go in a straight line that's that's what it is and he literally for the first half hour or so is literally just driving in a straight line and everyone is trying to stop him and i thought that was the coolest thing ever like he He is full terminator (laughs) yeah when he gets to the to the fortress gates of the place jesus Jesus town Town. sorry sorry (laughs) i'm gonna say it as many Uh, times as every time every time i was like why why that and then i get that he the 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 android is michael he's supposed to be i get it and i'm like oh god okay but anyway um so he's he's about to approach the jesus gates and he he tensions his bike into this bike drill thing like it it was so dope he just plows right through Mm -hmm. it yep he didn't explodes the gates no subtlety but yet i didn't hear any screams i didn't hear any any kind of chaos it was just there's a lot of times in this movie where there's not even like music it's just stuff happening and i thought that was a really cool touch especially we'll get to the fight towards the end but like that in particular that was that felt (laughs) okay but all right so i have a whole rant for that scene i have a whole rant (laughs) so he immediately breaks into this place and 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 we're we're introduced to the villain he's well everybody's a villain but he's the worst so he's the one running jesus town and he tells Mm -hmm. michael hey go solve this for me please you know what i mean at first it's all like he recognizes a kind of order yeah that's that's what it is and michael's job is to police he's the head of like the the guard um they activate the heavy troopers um which are their like specialized unit and you find out very quickly that oh they look dope too yeah gershev um is the the name of the jesus town head dude Gershev. Gershev? Gershev, yes. Um, I don't know how they pronounce it in English, but that's... I don't even think they ever said it. Okay, his name's Gershev. I can't even remember his name. But yeah, his idea is (laughs) you have to weed out any sense of disorder and chaos and anarchy. So he'll find anyone who they assume... It's kind of like Minority Report, where like if they think you're going to do something, they just black bag you and throw you in this machine that like drills (laughs) a hole in your head and inserts a chip. Yeah, it's like... My, yeah, I mean, it was if he's any and the and the, the villainous thing about Gurjev is that he's so convinced in his righteousness. You yeah. know what I mean? He yeah. he doesn't view it as as wrong at all to to even dismiss he or destroy. Anything literally, is creating up. a utopia in his like yeah. in his brain. He's making the world's utopia, and it's a perfect place to live, and no one you know can complain because it is utopia. I'm putting up a picture of Hakaider when he first shows up with his shotgun. His shotgun. Yes, yes, he has a shotgun. He has the Doom Guy super shotgun, by mm-hmm. the way. Oh, it is nice. Actually, I think I saved a clip during the, the I don't know if I can bring it up without getting us in trouble. So that's Hakaider. That's what we're looking at. He's got them shoulder pads. You guys know I love me some pointy ass shoulders. So I'm here for it. Okay, so anyway. Uh I don't know what the troopers are called, honestly, to even find a picture. 
they're something heavy I, troopers um they basically look know. like if you took a stormtrooper and then just plotted like put a tower on top of his head and then put some eyeballs on it like that's what they look like um but they are it's uh, we should note that they're real people inside of these suits these are not androids these are yeah. people inside of these things um and so hakider just goes around messing these guys up um and it's kind of wild take, it's like the tony ja stunt team they're taking these freaking hits like yeah it's it, they don't hold back with this and like i said there he's is, doing this this terminator thing so they're just unloading bullets on him and he's just walking through them and then he's yeah. just like chopping him in the throat and punching through faces and you see like yeah, kind of thing it won't let me it won't let me bring it up but there is a scene there where he's he's defeated these things yeah one of them has their arm blown off mm-hmm. and, because they try to fire his shotgun yes they get a hold of his shotgun yes and he, they try to fire it and it freaking blows their yeah. arm off I it is like, the beam magnum of toku <laughs> like they, this thing is so strong it's just and you see it fall down and the guy gets blown back it's yeah, so like, cool he's like yanked like yank. yeah it's not just oh no it's oh god <laughs> this, this isn't a shotgun we should we should preface this is not a normal shotgun this thing no. is firing like anti-tank slugs essentially yeah like it's this a, thing is a monster shotgun. it's a cannon it's a howitzer yes. in his hand and and when he fired it it blew the guy completely away from it arm drops with the gun later on he just he just kicks the arm off of it or something or rests it off and picks up his gun again like i love it everything about that thing was it's amazing. so crazy and so hakider literally trumps these dudes in seconds because he's a badass until yes. they bring in their own tank which wasn't even a tank did you notice what this thing was uh no what was it so this was a panel van with a tank oh, turret on top yes. of it yes it's your standard when you think of like the 1920s bootlegger trucks you know the ones that always have the milk in the you, back you know the don't take the candy from this guy trucks <laughs> yeah it's that thing it's that van where it's like hey i got a bike in my back and it's like you shouldn't get in the back of that van you should, it's you that van what why are you even looking at this guy yeah. this is not good this is not good run it's <laughs> that with a turret on top of it it's not even yeah. a tank <laughs> and and then he mentions they have the bike fight which is uh, uh, again uh, all the, the the choreography in this and the stunt work is amazing top notch yeah. it's it's legit in this movie they because it's you get this dark everything is dark so let me preface that because if they didn't have everything dark you would see definite wires and and oh, crash yeah. mats because no. there's all over the place it is big 90s aesthetic whether it's anime whether it's toku like everything is just very dark in these movies and that's why i love it um you know it's very much a high contrast using a bright white or like really high blue light um and i thought that was a really cool thing and i noticed that specifically with the lighting throughout the entire movie it's it's usually like just a daylight essentially um blasting and then everything else is shadows they might have a little bit of a fill but like if anything it's like a, a deeper blue kind of thing like it's really not anything major it's very high contrast and i love i love me some high contrast stuff yeah so it's during this that he links up with the the renegade group yeah. and that's when we're introduced to the what i think is the director's cut editions i guess okay. the dream sequences with this with one particular character of this rebel group is uh, I forget her name Kauru something like that. Um, oh, so you're you're jumping ahead a little bit here. A little um, bit. A little bit. <laughs> so one thing because this is important to his character, we should mention that after Hakider messes this whole troop of dudes up, Michael oh. shows up. Okay, Michael. <laughs> Michael shows Michael. up and is perusing through his people, 
and one person is still alive enough to get up and walk towards him. And the first thing he says to this guy is, how dare you still be alive? It's so it's so justified. Like, I was like, why is he mourning the because he, he he shows up and he, he's he's like grieving yep. these dead guys. Yep. And he does and the like, like the eyelid close thing, thing on one of them. Yeah, and I'm like, oh god, there's one alive, and I was expecting him to be like, you're alive, and he's no. like, you disgusting piece of shit. How <laughs> dare you not like, die? <laughs> how dare you think that I should feel anything when you didn't do anything? Yeah, <laughs> like if, if we're gonna go with the whole God motif, right? Like they're clearly supposed to be like God's people. This is the most Old Testament thing in this entire movie because he Ooh. goes, how dare you not die in my service? And then yeah. stabs him in the face and <laughs> blood squirts everywhere. With fingers, bro. With fingers. He He's got nails. He, he, he fingerheads him. <laughs> Collapses it in. You just <laughs> oh, and there's blood. And there's so much blood. There's so definitely much. a PA who's just like squeezing an entire yeah, there's bag. There's the dude with like the pump. Like, come on. Come on. There's <laughs> more. But it, it, it's that with just his fingers. Yeah. <laughs> it's and so that's cool. what we. That's where we're introduced to Michael, the yes. android. The android, Angel. who does have a wing on his back as well. We should mention that, which is used later. But he's got a, he's got a single wing. I thought you would appreciate that. He's got like one wing. I have a, hold on, I have a picture of him. Um, he's got one wing on his back. He looks yeah. very much like Kick Hider. Keep that in mind. We'll talk about I, that later. But he looks very much like Kick Hider, but he's silver and white. Um, cool. And right, so that's not a full body picture, but I'll get one. Uh, but yeah, uh, I I did like the the intimidation and the power the power difference is pretty bleak. <laughs> yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, I did skip around a bit. I apologize. Yeah. So I just wanted to bring that up because that's very important to like who Michael is and his beliefs and things like that. He is very yeah. much like God's soldier, literally. Um, G- Gir- you know, Gurdjieff yeah. and all that. He's Gershav. supposed to be like the the prophet of God or God himself. Uh, but Michael is very much like oh yes i am your soldier let me do your work and how dare your soldiers not also do this work absolutely we better be giving out these hands and if yeah. not you dying <laughs> <laughs> and it's so, not shame on you i'm gonna kill you myself yeah so it's kind of wild kind of wild but yes and then so we're introduced to her name's kauru our female Kauru's part, our female lead i should say she's not really a protagonist i wouldn't say but um she's a female lead um and she is introduced yes do you want to explain the dream a little bit because it's kind of weird let me see what kind of uh, what you got because it might okay. be different from the dub. Um, the dub is is inferred that these dreams she's been having are allegories to whatever she's experiencing. Um, yeah, that's kind of the vibe I got. Yeah. Okay. Good. Um, so when we're the first thing we see is is the the group running away from <clears throat> the troop mm-hmm. and. Hakaider shows up wanting to fight uh, wanting to, to to stop them yeah. it gets mixed in with them somehow I'm really I can't remember exactly how he gets mixed in with them but she basically because of the way he looks mm-hmm. has that allusion to these dreams that she's been having because yeah. we first introduced to her in this dream sequence where she sees this black knight with a sword who's like pointing at her is he but anyway yeah. he's it's it's just implied that he's this powerful protector figure and she's this princess type thing yeah. um insect was she an insect bug yeah i just i took it as like a, a weird like a you know amamiya, fairy? yeah amamiya fairy <laughs> I'm a, yeah i know i was just trying to figure it out like is she tinkerbell or is she a bug yes <laughs> but anyway so 
because she sees him, it, it's immediately like she makes that connection that that's that's who he, he that's that's him that's the guy immediately because he because he looks like this dream I had vaguely. Yeah. That's how, it. how many dudes roll in messing everyone up dressed in all black? Let's be fair here, but yeah. Just so when he's knocked over by the <laughs> tank, I believe they run in and like hold them off for a minute and they help him and then they kind of all yeah. escape together. That's how he gets mixed in with them. Yeah. Okay. So it, either way, it's it it begins this sidetrack of this dream sequence that kind of yeah. pops up once or twice a couple more times down the road and and i wanted it to be something more than it was but anyway. I, it, I was fine with where it went um i mean it's it's not really a spoiler at this point it doesn't go no. anywhere <laughs> yeah but that's what robot. i mean like it was like okay but is does that even do anything for him as a character like it it, it was all just her yeah and then it ends i think <laughs> it was like, more to spur him because his whole thing he says it a few times throughout the movie is um he actually says it to one of the the guys whose heads he like kicks in or something if you can't decide your own destiny you shouldn't be alive he does have that free will you know yeah and it's like if you're not worthy of living if you don't have a free will essentially and that's how he justifies his heroing that he does in this movie which is kind of like is he, is he a his good bloody person heroing. i don't know yeah he's like <laughs> <laughs> if you don't have free will that ruptured you. spleen should teach you a lesson <laughs> <laughs> like, like it's kind of crazy um so they all escape into like a hideout and they they help him they repair his arm because i think his arm got blown off or something but they help repair it, it. um uh, yeah because it could blow yeah because you <laughs> see this little like skeleton like see-through hand thing and then they just like luke skywalker some spray skin over it um very strange very strange it's very just you know patchwork to, to fill the time gap because all it was was it's, just a, it's a how to get hakaider yeah. in front of gurjev that's essentially what the plot yeah. of this movie is um, yes and it is so even better than mad max honestly this kind of feels more the vibe of like fist of the north star with its hyper violence it's i mean it's fist of the north star based on mad max but like it's I the wandering that. dude um hyper violent all this that. yeah it's very fist of the north star without the like Hakudonoken. yeah <laughs> so but it's in this same in that same mixture where you get the the introduction that these even these renegades are pieces of shit too because yeah. all they're all they're all rebelling for a selfish purpose, yeah. and only Kaoru feels like you know they're she's, they should be doing it for the betterment. Of yeah, everybody. she's like, oh, we should you know this isn't a real utopia. We got to save the people. Everyone else is like, but I'm trying to get rich. <laughs> that's all they're looking at, and I mean honestly, that's reality. And and the and I think it's it speaks to maybe Amumia's viewpoint of. The whole thing that none of these people are good yeah. you know what i mean like everybody has oh, a yeah. shitty that's a very subtext. that's a very amamiya thing right or inoue um, even who wrote it um yeah. like he's just you know everyone sucks let, let's yeah. let's put them through the ringer because they all suck <laughs> yeah like let, let, let's you better earn your happy ending because the consequences are still there for you but yeah you know what i mean like like you're still a piece of shit yeah but so you know they go through this thing where like we get, i don't even know any of the other characters names honestly inside oh the no because they random don't guys six seven eight and twelve yeah and then, so yeah. you know you get at, at one point we saw the one girl like they used her for a fishnet shot that was essentially why she was there um to exactly. show you like hey we have a plan this is the rebels ha 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 let's storm yeah. this can, can we talk about when they storm hey, the geez. truck they have a bunch hey. of guns and they run up and bop them in the head i was like okay yeah. whatever there's there's a lot of unused guns but it's because you know only Hakider would be able to take the bullets. Yeah. Um, but. So it is what it is. But they're in this base that they supposedly, you know, is very difficult to find. Um, and they go through a little bit of like a 
I forget, did Michael track them somehow or something like that? Um, well, I got kind of confused. Yeah, before that, we have that sequence, the revelation, how Gurjev is treating people who go against the yes. grain. And Where he damn, him. that got dark. Yeah. Like, one flew over the cuckoo's nest type of dark, yeah. bro. Like The ultimate yeah, shock doing, treatment. He is, he's lobotomizing people Straight essentially up. Straight up. he's turning them into passive zombies who are basically mm-hmm. and these vegetables. are the soldiers that hakaider's fighting the whole time right so mind you this these are these are now following his orders because mm-hmm. they now see him as the god yep um they are literally then, strapped into an iron lung and then they show you this x-ray of a drill going into a skull and like implanting yeah. a chip and then it just like wires out into the brain it's kind of wild so mind you, Hakaider's been brutalizing these people these the entire people, movie. Yeah. <laughs> so these are these are the pool fools that have been ripped in half by your hero. <laughs> Congratulations. Yeah. How good do you feel? Yeah. So that's the stuff that that's, I like. that's where I'm the like, anti-hero oh, part comes in. <laughs> oh, I I guess. Yeah. Okay. Oh, oh no, he's the good guy. Okay. <laughs> Yay, he killed. I mean, them. I guess you could say he's putting them out of their misery. <laughs> I okay. I'm so sorry, guys. Uh, okay, so he's an android. He doesn't feel anything. They find they uh, they attack that thing and they get their asses handed to them. Um, yes, the the, before, the super soldier dudes just like show up at the fortress. Yeah, they're about to. They're having a fallout at that moment. Um, mm-hmm. Of course, they they're are. yeah, because Hakider's like you know you guys are actually dicks. I'm actually gonna stop you guys too. Yeah. And then boom, uh, the the the. Gurjev's forces shows up. They kill everybody. You know what um, it is? I, I'm sorry. I think I realized. I think they were tracking whatever was in the cases. That's how they found it. Sure. Let's I mean, go with again, that. There's there so were some much... computer things happening, and then all of a sudden they showed up. So there's a lot that I probably missed because of the dub. Like again, mm-hmm. I was I was like, that's probably not the line. That's probably not the line. You know what I mean? And it was a lot. Oh my god! Especially for Gurjev, there was a lot of. And then finish the sentence. Oh, off yeah. camera, that and I was like, but wait, what was the beginning of that sentence like? <laughs> yeah, there is a little bit that. of that because he does this kind of, you know, he he's very preachy in the way he delivers his, even in yeah. Japanese, he's very like. So, oh, but that's when you yes, get all the utopia. exposition. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's, and unfortunate, he's the exposition dump. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that. So I, I was getting everything from him. While still thinking it was Yuri Lowenthal the whole time, and I'm st- I still need to find out who it was because that's gonna yeah. bother me. So like these guys attack Hakider does his Hakider thing, and from this point <laughs> until Hakeider the end of the movie, Hakider just starts eating bullets. Like I don't know, and I don't mean in a good way. Like he's no, not he terminating takes... through them anymore. After he gets hit with that tank, from then on, he's actually feeling all of these bullets and gets his ass beat for like a he good forty five yeah, minutes. A lot of chip damage, a lot of battle damage. Yeah. And yeah, and so he's eventually he like rocketed. He gets yeah. rocketed. <laughs> he gets rocketed yeah. in the chest and thrown out a window. Yes, I forgot about that. <laughs> on does. fire, by the way. They lit that suit on fire. They did. I don't oh, know. Yeah. He's on fire though when he goes flying out the window. So yeah, so he, he survives that Kaoru and and all of them. Oh my god, it, it won't let me load the clip. But there's one moment while this after they beat Hakaido. Oh, I know exactly because I was I put a huge is, bookmark in that. I I I paused it, rewound it, recorded it, and everything, and played it like three like, times. They had me okay. die. So they think Hakaido is killed, right? So yes, all of all of the the super heavy trooper dudes are there. They're lined up. 
and Kauru and some other dude are like the only two the surviving. The last random guy. The last, yeah, the last random, random dude like run up and they're like, oh my God, Hakaider. So the troopers literally stop, turn around and start to no, walk away. No, they don't away. stop. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's the point. I'm sorry. Yes, that's the point. So they stop and turn around and start to walk away because Michael shows up and he goes, hey, you know, Hakaider's <laughs> done. Ha, 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 ha. Oh, thank you. Um, he shows up and as they're walking away, the last, they're all ignoring him. There's a good 20 something dude. There's, there's they're all set. ignoring there's a troop him. troop that's just walking, bro. Just past the two, they've already been shot once. Yeah, right? they're all, you know, they're holding their arms, everything. This, yeah. the entire regiment ignores them until the last dude. The last dude goes, pop, 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 pop. <laughs> Just two hips. Two shots from the hip. He doesn't even fully turn, guys. He doesn't even fully turn. He doesn't even recognize her as a threat. He's just like, that's still breathing. Bang, bang. And then she's it was moving. so disrespectful. <laughs> I played that like seven times. I was like, oh, my God. That is amazing. Because I watched. Okay, so you can watch it. And I swear, every time it gets better. Because you watch the first guy walk by and not yep. recognize them. And then you're like, none of them are even looking at him. Yeah. Not even the last guy who shoots them barely <laughs> registers their existence before Captain doesn't even turn. <laughs> like, it's one fluid motion. It was so good. <laughs> I was like, I would oh be God. so mad if I fought my whole life <laughs> to be shot off cuff like that. <laughs> It was the most disrespectful oh. thing I've ever seen in a movie. <laughs> and, and she goes, and, she and, and, and it makes it even more drawn out that she goes and walks this dramatic distance after that, bro. Like, yeah. she's shot in, like, the pelvis area, so she's, like, not immediately dead. Yeah. But it, she manages to walk, like, into this district. There's, like, people all around mm -hmm. her, and she's like, hey! Hey. Yeah, and then so apparently at this point too, right before you know she walks away, Michael like hits her with the the burning uh, finger. I don't know what he was doing. It kind of just cuts uh, away and she screams, and that's what wakes her kinder up. Did I forget that? I forgot that. Yeah, so that's what happens afterwards. Uh, After the disrespect, Michael walks up and gives her the burning fingers. And then she starts <laughs> screaming, and then that she just wanders into town, and that's what wakes Hakaider up because he hears I mean. the screaming. Uh, okay, I forgot that part because I'm just like I was so lit off of that off cuff shooting yeah. that I couldn't even register oh, I, anything it for was a so bad. I had to come off of it. It was ridiculous. I loved every second of it. Oh, and the first guy dies like almost instantly. That's instantly. Like, like that dude was barely there to begin with. He was like, I'm gonna <laughs> put you down. Ugh, dead. <laughs> perfect that that made this whole movie the rest no, of this movie was movie. just kind of hazy because i just relive that part over and over again throughout the, the rest, rest of, of it movie. was just like the whipped cream and cherry to the sunday at that point it was perfect oh. so after the best part of the movie we have the scene where she dies in the in the in hakaider's arm in like the middle of this yeah. field and she has like her final dream sequence she's talking to him mm -hmm. trying to get him to understand that you know feelings or whatever yeah. and it's like and oh free will and all this and like she's talking about getting married and she was like do you want to marry me and then she imagines him in like the knight armor but like getting married and he's got a badass sword i thought he was gonna get that sword no like, i mean in, in the I, dreams I definitely... it was like uh, i mean the shotgun works better but like i thought he was gonna get the sword it was it was worth the if it if that's the director's edition i understand why it was cut because yeah. it really does like why but okay yeah so we have that and and she dies and she she that's the end of her now he's he's all on his own he's ready to to go and i literally like time. 
was very confused when she died too because i looked away for a second literally a second i looked away kept her jingle bells yeah and then i looked back up and he's driving around with her jingle bells and i was like wait what yeah she has like i had to rewind it for a second i mean again i'm still laughing from the scene before that but i'm like i I had to rewind it and i was like oh she died oh okay like that's how unimportant she is she doesn't matter but it became his henshin device because it seems like every time he flicked it he changed into that i mean that's a cool little like tick that he has i guess (laughs) yeah i was like oh that's his new henshin that's cool cool. i'm down for that that's fine i dig it yeah he's like super serious mode ching (laughs) yep i'm die bitches (laughs) listen but you know who else had bells when he henshined karas i was about to say swing to and fro swing Swing to to and fro sway God, Cars is amazing. Remember when we reviewed those? We reviewed those. Go watch those episodes. They're great. We did that. Shameless plug. Thanks. Uh, so it's final fight time. He goes to attack the fortress, and the super shotgun becomes a super treading, armor-piercing bullet hell gun. Like Not he before he says, people. I have these slugs, but I'm going to beat you with the end of this thing. <laughs> <laughs> So he, he literally tears through the entire complex, tearing these unfortunate souls apart with straight his... up the Death Star shot. Yes, yes, they do include a Death Star shot too. Yeah. So the, it's it's literally the storm. It's it's so you're so right, dude. It's, it's, it's exactly straight up like the Death Star shot. Troopers running through the yeah. Death Star, even with the red, because he's got a red display and it goes yeah. through and it and it like plots where he has to shoot and then yeah it like fires in and goes in and then it blows everyone up yeah i mean and and you get that you get the full effect of him being a total badass like did you catch the number of troops that that shot destroyed did they mention that in the dub the number of troops i think it was 12 right no it was 95 percent of everyone in that complex <laughs> he killed ninety five with one shot. He killed ninety five percent of every soldier in that complex, and he still fought I a lot of dudes. After dudes that. fall in the hallway. There was ninety five percent of the force. Was that all twelve of them in the hallway? That was that was the <laughs> other eight. Okay, <laughs> they were in the break room. One guy was on the toilet. He's just like, What's <laughs> he just feels a rumble. Another guy was just like randomly like. Guys, <laughs> he's yep. in the bathroom still. The, the ending is happening. He's the he's this one survivor. He's the he's the he's one five percent that's like hiding. <laughs> yeah, no, th- this is the five percent that are left before he goes on his rampage inside the building. And yes, I was like, right. damn, okay. one shot tears through like seven dudes' heads because they were like perfectly locked up. They were like, let's run directly behind time. each other down this hallway straight at him. He's like, okay. Did you, <laughs> did you catch a weird thing that happens as he's walking into this room? Didn't he stumble almost at one point? No, his a force field just generates randomly. Around him. Yeah, Around just him, right? randomly. Yeah. Like, I, I was so was... confused. I was like, why haven't you been using this the whole time? And then that explains why he can just suddenly start taking bullets again. <laughs> I thought it was the whole thing is that that's what he was doing the whole time. I didn't see that effect anywhere else in the movie. No, no, than... the effect. Yeah, correction. The, the effect was not there the whole time. That was like shoehorned there. They're like, where can we fit this? Yeah, and they were you like, know, oh, like, oh he's been getting his like... ass kicked. Let's let's see why he can't. And then like force field. And I was like, wait a minute, what? <laughs> yeah. So he breaks these. He, he gets after he's killed everybody. And the rest of the five percent, he he breaks the kids out of these the, the confinement that they were gonna become the zombies, yeah. um, the zombie soldiers. So that's so morbid now that I think about it, yep. dude. He, he like they're running through the corridors to escape 
from their future. You know what I mean? Like that could like that could have been me. Good lord. That, that would have been me if it were not for yeah. Oh god. And Connor <laughs> had to test them. He was like, Do you have a dream? And they were yes. like Yeah. Yeah, you told yep. It was the first kid. He's like, Yeah, shut up, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Frank's like, Wow, I really don't. And he's like, Shut the fuck up, Frank. <laughs> I just, I'm just trying to get out of here, man. Frank, like, Frank's the one in the corner, like, I had a dream once. That was the worst decision in my life. I never, shut up, Frank. Oh, <laughs> That's why the kid turns around. You just hear, like, <laughs> <laughs> shut up, Frank. <laughs> Nobody listens to me anyway. <laughs> anyway, so fuck Frank. But, so he breaks the kids out. They escape. Or they pass his test. And then we have the fight with Michael. And, this okay. fight was so, goddamn amazing. I loved every minute of it. Mind you, this is like the last, what, 20 minutes of the movie? Yeah, like 10 of it this is, is this fight. Yeah, it's all fighting from yeah. here on out. And then another fight after that. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. like, buckle up. Because he he and Michael grunge fight, bro. Yep. Like, it is the most... There's no weapons. Like, they don't... <clears throat> there's no sword fighting. There's no shooting. Nope. It is straight knuckle up, bro. Yep. Like they And before this, right before this, you actually learn that Michael is the next iteration of the Hakider project. So you yes. learn that Hakider used to work, he was the original Michael and then developed a will of his own. So Gershev locked him away in that castle from the beginning. Um, so Michael says, you know, I'm the better one anyway. I'll uphold justice and I'll defeat him. Um, so and that's, that, so they, get, they both yeah. have a, a dog in this fight essentially is what it is. Yeah. I mean, you get your heavy dogmatic undertones. It's, it is what it is. Mm -hmm. It's, you know, it's heavy handed, but yeah. whatever. So but we're going to get sick. these two fights. So they fight and and they have their moral compasses, you know. Like you said, they 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 throw their stuff on the table, and then it's time to knuckle up. Yep. And, and when they do, um, I don't know if you had this connection as well, um, but it's a lot of very brief interactions with like the stare down, right? And like yeah. at first, I was like, why don't they just like do something? And then I was thinking about it, and I was like, this is straight up like. A legit samurai fight like the way that they're just like clang yes. clang and then just back yeah. off clang clang because there's like, no oh, weapons cool. in it it feels so much more brutal but you yeah. get this same cinematic vibe that well weapons is a you know wings and shit don't count but i yeah. mean there's no swords and guns yeah. <laughs> um, but like they just have these short clashes back up short clashes and every time they're cl they're clashing you get this like metal twang and yeah. it has like a ripple effect it's Sometimes they even really have shockwaves cool. and shit. Like yeah, like every like, single one, you saw this shockwave thing, and that's all yeah. you're hearing. There's no music. There's no nothing. You just no. hear the hit noises and this clang. And, and I thought breathing. this was really, yeah. really, really well done. Yes. Oh, my God. We get such a good effect, too, when, when he does the – he smacks him one time, right? Mm -hmm. And you could tell that it hit because the second it hit, it popped and sparked. Yeah. And – and then he immediately follows it up with this combo. Like, Hakider gets smacked. I'm sorry. Hakider gets smacked. Follows it up with this elbow drop combo with a spinning back fist mm -hmm. with a shockwave. I was like, yeah. oh, my God. It's so <laughs> cool. This is by far, I mean, besides the golden moment, this is by far yeah. my favorite part of the movie. Um, and I think everything, this is, like, what made the movie for me, this entire scene. And as they're fighting, because they're in this big white room, right? Like, it's, it's a sterile white room that Gurdjieff yeah. is in it's his office whatever you want to call it but as they're like knocking each other into the room at one point into like walls, breaking, into walls like punching things through things before life. they at one point Hakaida like punches through a pillar before punching Michael I was like that was excessive but yes. I'm here for no, it no I understand another yeah. one please but the cool <laughs> thing and the really interesting thing is 
all of the inside guts of this building are red. Like all the yeah. mechanisms and the mechanics, yeah, the piping is true. like the wiring and all that stuff. It's is like, all bright red. So you're, you're just seeing this white sterile contrast. white room and the bright red spots popping all over. And then you have this black, you know, this black figure and then this silver and white, like angelic dude just clashing. I thought it was so well done. And I was getting really hyped. And this is the first time in like the last couple of things we watched where I was like, I am here. invested. Yeah. yeah like I am here for the invested. aesthetic. And this is very clearly a director's aesthetic. And I was like, this is amazing. Yes. I got so hyped just watching it. And I was like, okay. Yeah. No. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. No, continue, continue to destroy him. Yes. Thank you. Yes. And, it was great. And, and like, it was a very back and forth fight to where I was like, oh, Oh, this is, Michael's getting chumped. This is crazy. And then he like turns first. it on. <laughs> yeah, at first. Then yeah. Michael and Michael starts to really like, okay. I mean, when he starts to use his wing is when he starts to get the advantage. The wing but, has this like fan blade thing going yeah, on. So he just like, like clips like, the kiter a few times and Yeah, yeah Kitana type, you know, but yeah. he he uses that and then he really starts to beat Hakaider's ass to the point where Hakaider starts to need his gun. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he tries he to looks, go for the gun. <laughs> yeah. And there's such this dope scene where it, it, it leads to everything where Michael he beats his ass down mm -hmm. knows that he's going for the gun gets yep. the gun first empties every round in front of him he's just that like he's just so like, metal yeah, he just no problem. one hand yeah. and you see this the shells popping want? out <laughs> is that this is what you need right yeah. okay no here you could have it yeah yeah no problem just Toss deadlocked it. like eyes like they don't have obviously they're pupils and you saw the picture yeah but you and can tell he's like, just like staring at <laughs> that's the vibe that's the vibe he's just like <laughs> yep you're done okay empties empties the gun drops it mm -hmm. fuck you while he's doing so, that though one of the rounds manages to to roll towards hakaider and, mm -hmm. and before it. you get to this part please I want to talk about how Hakider got on that floor because he straight up, Michael gave him a burning finger into a heat end. Yes. Straight up. True. He gets the glowy hand that we saw from Kaoru. He starts like it's, it just heats up the metal. Like he grabs Hakider, yeah. breaks some of his armor. He stabs it into his stomach and lifts him up. And then straight up, That's short of saying literally heat end, <laughs> tosses him aside. How's that feel, buddy? You yeah. Like that? Like yeah. straight, hold yeah. him up there, and like one hundred percent, I could hear Domon in my head, like heat and. <laughs> it was Done. so sick, but yeah, so the, the shells yeah, roll yeah, he over. He wasn't getting up. No, he yeah. wasn't getting up. The shells roll yeah. over, and Hakider grabs them, and I honestly expected him to just punch him with the shells. That's what I was thinking. Yes, I thought it would be like some kind of shenanigans where he was gonna be like, you know, punch like the like Batman, <laughs> yeah. like that kind of thing. Yeah, but <laughs> but remember. They're androids. Right. Just throwing so, that out there. <laughs> so there's this one thing we forgot about Hakaider is that he's an android. Yeah. And there's there's a surprising little weapon he has that we didn't know about. He takes the, the, the shell. Mm -hmm. He loads it into his un forearm, whatever. It loads into his arm cannon gunny thingy that just appeared. <laughs> it just comes out of a section of armor and he has a shotgun <laughs> on his arm. And then boom, and it blows like, him away. <laughs> Michael is like, he's like about to kill him with the fiery burning hand, and then gets it right blown off. And yep. he's like, no. <laughs> yep. And I was like, damn, okay. So he gets his, and yeah. then Hakider gets up, does the, give him the one, two, and then he starts like breaking his neck and like judo flips him. Oh and they God, had yeah. one of the best ragdoll 
scenes that I've ever seen in my life where they clearly replaced it with a doll and you just see the feet like <laughs> flopping all over the place <laughs> before he like judo flips him onto the stairs it's like, it's like the team of America it's like <laughs> yeah he just, they just start the legs start going nuts so he judo flips him onto the stairs turns the head a few more times and then sub-zeroes the hell out of him yeah. you oh, see the spine cool. and the juice and everything he's just holding Michael's up. head oh it's so good and he just tosses it aside and of course the wiring looks like a spine and it's yep. all red and yep. yeah it's a brutal looking thing to be a, to be a machine not so, so much of the spray it. though i was surprised i thought there was going to be some spray but there was no spray no. Or at least not a lot anyway if there was um yeah so <laughs> that's when our boy gurjev steps in of course of course gurjev comes, comes in he kind of disrespects michael's head um <laughs> so much disrespect <laughs> tosses it aside like he's trash yes um i think i recorded it too because he legitimately rips the head off and gershev asked him a question and i forget what the question was exactly but yeah. it, it required a response yeah and the response was fuck michael's head yeah. <laughs> Like, I'm pretty sure Gurjev is like, hey, I created you. You need to come work for me again. Like and that. he just, like, tosses it and goes, oh, you want to be next? Okay. Yeah. That's my answer, bitch. You're yeah. next. Oh, and my God. Then, that was so good. So Gurjev buys some time with, you know, Duzek's exposition. Yeah. You know, he's saying that you created this <clears throat> world order. If you can't join me, we could create a true utopia, this, that, and the other. And, and the you're only here like, because of yeah. me and, you know, the usual. It has, it has the undertones of making sense, but at yeah. the same time, it's just, you know, whatever, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In, in your head, you're just waiting for Hakider to, like, punch through his face and, like, get the yeah. prosthetic and everything. Um, but he pulls out a little, like, joystick-looking thing, and mm -hmm. he starts to fiddle with it. And he turns, and then a giant robo-arm comes through the wall massive massive and grabs the head or does he toss a kind of it doesn't matter either he way grabs a kind by the body and like yeah. pulls him into the room and like throws, throws him into it. this yeah. back room and then he so grabs he the, the head yeah and here's where you get a dope contrast where you had the fight with michael in the white room with the red mm -hmm. contrasting we get this dark fight it's yeah. it's in a dark room in this dank environment yeah. and it's him versus this monstrous key kiter <laughs> yes so it monstrous. grabs michael's head and puts it on and like fuses into a new body kind of thing and it yes. has one giant crane arm and then it also has just like a wing of guns on the other yes. side and when you look at it it's straight up kiter like it yes. has the weird face on the red it has the normal on the blue it has yep. the red and blue coloration and this is where i was like i know they're they made some references because at one point yeah. um the guy shocks Hakider, right? So in the when he first shows up, that's how they kind of get Hakider down for the tank to roll up. He shocks him, okay. and you get like red and blue lightning. I don't know if you noticed oh, that. Really? You got like no, red and blue lightning, that. and then there was green and yellow. And I was like, is green and yellow a character too? Like obviously red and blue is Hakider. <laughs> so I tried to look it up. Oh, I don't okay. think it is. Um, okay. But like I was like, oh, that's a Hakider reference. That's pretty cool. Um, because yeah. obviously it's a spinoff, and they're trying to like redo the universe almost. But then we got this monstrosity, and I don't. Can you try and find a picture? I don't even know. Let me see. Yeah, I can try. See if you find a picture. Um, but this thing yeah. is straight up red and blue. It's got the the half and half thing going on, and it's like if Ed from RoboCop had um had wheels instead of legs. Yeah, because like, the one it, thing is like a buzzsaw under its throat. And I was yeah, like, that's nuts. It's such a giant looking thing. Hold on, I think I can. I'm just about to get a good one. And here. it's the same style of like stop animation. 
um it's the same kind of puppetry where if yeah. you've seen any of the robocop movies and you see ed 209 walk around it's exactly. that same I- style or if you want a toku reference it's the same thing as um uh jay jay no zeto i'm sorry zet zet which zeto? one zeto um zeto. yes that was the one with the weird pool monster i think yeah. um because that one you get the spider lady that comes yes. out and does things um same style animation that was also directed by uh Amamiya. i don't know if you know wrote that one too um but Amamiya directs that as well so you get the same style thing where you get this hakider versus your monstrous creature thing and like you see the like the clay doll kind of like flopping around a little bit but it's not moving it's, a whole lot because that's difficult it's, it's very 90s it feels very 90s but yeah. it's it's good bro all right i think i got a good shot of his face all right so these are gonna load up uh perfect whenever. um yeah so this is the fight that you get it's very gnarly and like you were saying it's very big contrast to what we were looking at before um as opposed yeah. to this clean room that's now covered in red <laughs> it's a pretty gnarly yeah. fight and it's a lot of stop motion but they do cut to like live action and prosthetics and all this kind of stuff um it's just they do like the one shot specifically of his face which is probably the one you got where yeah. it is straight up just kick hider's face it and is it's and, so and there's cool. no two and and that's what i thought was going to happen i thought kick hider got like brutalized and because in the in the dub it's really just a monster yeah you know what i mean like it's just there and they I don't thought, oh, they don't call shit. him kikaider in the japanese version at all no. they don't mention the okay. name kikaider at all okay because they, they they really were just like hey big monster rancor fight you know what i mean so <laughs> essentially yeah um and yeah so it turns into i don't even remember how he kills him exactly i think he shoots him again um oh i remember how uh, okay. so Go ahead. Huck Hyder, the entire time has had this cross on his chest. Oh my God! Yes, how could we forget? I, exactly. That? I just—that's why I got disappointed in myself. So, so he's—he's he's getting his ass kicked. Yeah. I mean, mind you, he's getting demolished. He, I think he loses an arm too. Yes. Um, it gets his—he gets his arm taken off, and suddenly his brain starts to swell. Yes. So <laughs> he has a brain underneath the the big thing there, and you can see it. It starts glowing, um, and then you hear a somewhat familiar sound. This. Um, and yeah you see the X start to glow as well and then all of a sudden out of the X comes three cannons and he fires straight up a Giver Mega Smasher it is the Mega Smasher bro the Mega Smasher it it looks like and it's weird too because if you've ever seen you remember obviously you remember Legend of Dragoon you know Mm -hmm. the Divine Dragon Cannon yep the when it starts off as this little this little like nubby looking thing and it mm-hmm. comes out and then it just opens up and you can tell because the second it opens up there's this glowy light that's mm-hmm. gonna come and you're like ooh ooh boom <laughs> yep he gets blasted with all three right to the chest bro like all three all three of them destroy this monster and the head blows off yeah the body explodes and that was the end of it. And that was started. the end. Um, on the screen right now, if you're watching the video version, which you can go check out early access on our Patreon, or it'll be on YouTube uh, on Fridays, you can see right now, this is the picture of the Kikider robot. This is his face. Like I said, straight up Kikider, which is pretty gnarly looking. I like it. But yeah, a freaking mega smasher. How could I possibly forget? It's the only thing I've ever talked about besides a Vulcan cannon. So. It's true. It's true. We, we've we've disgraced ourselves. I apologize, guys. I'm, I apologize. I'm upset with myself. Um, here, I just here. I'm about to make up for that, and I'll put some up on the Discord. Here you go. Uh, I found some pictures of the Mega Smasher, so we could watch it together. 
that's how it comes out. Actually, it starts off as these little nubbies, guys. Don't don't forget. They start off as these little nubby-looking things <laughs> and then become Mega Smasher Cannons. So he does that. He blows the he blows the Kikaider monster to hell. The head falls in front of Gervish, and he's trying to flick the switch for some reason, even though the head's right in front of him. <laughs> he's, he's like, no. He's, he pulls out this really dope Trace Kushmanada uh, caliber pistol, yeah. takes a couple pot shots at at Kikaider. He tried. Doesn't it was adorable. It was cute. <clears throat> yeah. Gets got like got by Kikaider. Yeah. Gored well, by <laughs> First, they have the, the conversation again where he's like, doing his thing. And Kikaider straight up says, you're not worth killing. That's how low this dude's bar is. You are not worth killing. So when Hakaider goes to walk away, he picks up one of the guns that were on the Kikaider robot and yeah. tries to shoot Hakaider. And Hakaider turns around and pops him in the stomach and essentially blows up a pillow is what Kakashi. happens. Kakashi, yeah. Yeah. He Kakashi's him. And then feathers. Blows up just everywhere. Feathers. feathers. Not even blood, just feathers. Which made me think I, I think it was more of an artistic choice than anything. But I was like, hey. is he a robot? Is he not? Are we gonna go into this? Like is he gonna pull his hand away and it's gonna be circuits? I like think- what's going on? I think it was so Hakaider wasn't covered in red shit for like the last scene of the movie, so they could have a for the walk away. <laughs> yeah, like look, we can't cover him in blood at this point. It's just too much. Yeah. All right, feathers. Yeah. <laughs> what do we have? Uh, these pillows. Yeah. Got it. <laughs> Jake, the intern, is over there. He's like, come on. The VA is just cutting these pillows. I'm trying. <laughs> oh I do man. It? And, and it's it's an excessive amount of pillows. It's of, an excessive amount of feathers. Um, so, and they kind of coat the whole room. You know, again, you're having this contrast with the white all over the... At this point, it's a red room. It's not even a white room anymore. At this it's, point, it's, it's a red, red room. room with, with, with feathers in it now. With feathers like in it, killed, yeah. Like they killed every Like they goose, tar and feathered this room. <laughs> in, yeah, every goose in the neighborhood was slaughtered in this room. Yeah. So, boom. Uh, the final shot of, of the room is actually Kikaider's face saying, justice, 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 whatever. Yeah. And then... then into because his his Max. quote i don't know if you knew this with a kikider that's what he says like that's his quote i, I am justice I, I am justice yeah oh yeah like that's his shtick like he's like yes. i am justice and henshins and like saves people and all that kind of thing that's his shtick. that's why he's he's more into that now which we, i thought was a really it. cool spin on it so we should really check out the the show we should we should check out the show or uh mark said he took us up with a reboot we should definitely check it out um i'll take i'll take any boot yeah so <laughs> we'll check it out but yeah that's his so, his line that's where that significance came okay. from um, so they drop that in there for yeah. the last shot of that and then you get the mad max drive away scene of hakaider just being a badass yep. putting on the jingle bells and yep. then driving away and i feel like this was supposed to be the start to a series maybe it i mean i could be wrong they could have just wanted to do like a one-off spin-off thing um but i don't believe this got any kind of sequel it did get a video game which is kind of cool it, it, it did yeah. get a video game um but i don't think think i don't know if it was like how lady battle cop was supposed to be like the beginning of a series um but we did get a video game a kider video game which maybe we'll check it out on the stream sometime that'd be kind of cool it came out on the sega saturn in 1996 so we'll see a light gun shooting game interesting it's a light gun game Hmm. i haven't played a light gun game in forever listen house of the dead remakes coming out soon remake remake they redid the whole thing and i am here for it um so that is Huck Hider. Overall, how did you feel about this movie? 
again, there was nothing about this movie that was too much for me because I like that it was dark. I like Kaider. I'm more interested now in Kikaider. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm not expecting the same Kaider, obviously. Yeah. I think this is good for what it was. I don't expect anything else out of it. But, dude, knowing that this came out, I think it came out at a perfect time because I don't know if this movie would have worked modern mm-hmm. or any earlier. Um, it's a product of its time, and it's it's probably perfect for the genre at that time. Yeah, for the dark tone that we want. So Have you I would seen or do you remember again. the Hakaider reboot design? I think I have seen it. I think we did see it. Let me see. Dropped it? Yep. I put it in the Discord. I'll pull it up on the screen for everyone yeah, to check it out. Yeah, big brain. Yeah, right. so I don't know if you remember. This was Ryoma from Gaim. They put his brain in there, but it's not canon. <laughs> uh, but right. this is the redesign of Hakaider. Uh, I I just love Hakaider's design, honestly, in general. Let me see if I can find a good one of the, uh, Oof. the 1990s. Ryoma's brain. Yeah, it was Ryoma's brain in the original. So here Let's we go. This is a good picture. Really morbid. Ooh, I don't want to play a video. I'll pull this up real quick. And I just put in a... Oh, it kind of came out not as good as I thought it was going to, but, you know, there's a picture of our boy. So, and his bike. And you get the whole whole kit and caboodle here. You got the bike, you got the shotgun, you got the the Grimace face. The Grimace face was kind of funny because it reminded me of... uh, I just finished Book of Boba Fett, and it had a... What's his face? Cad Bane. Cad Bane, there you go. I didn't... Oh, man. But anyway... I like I like this design. I think a little bit more. I don't like the, the reboot one or the old one. I don't like the reboot one. I like the reboot colors. Yeah. I I prefer the helmet of the older one. I think the brain thing is like shoot me here. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like... Well, the just to get all three of them in here, might as well. Here's the original original one. I will pull this up as well. Um, Mildred is also snoring next to me. If you guys start to hear the that. Ishinomori one. Yes, this is the original oh, yeah. Ishinomori kick hider original tv series version of huck hider um so obviously the reboot is much more akin to this as opposed to the 90s one but yeah. either, honestly for like a showa design i kind of dig this too it's not bad i no, mean it has I, the I stronger like it. super pads but you know I but like... yeah i can see i don't I'm not a huge fan of like the cargo pants he's got going on in the new one the reboot one here yeah um it, it, well but, it feels like it's meant to just you know be practical because yeah. i think the knee pads and the shin guards are like really i mean light. he's got the high heels going on like he's always had the high heels but i think the like elf shoes almost that he has in the movie i think are really dope <laughs> he does have the cheeto fingers like, he's got the cheeto fingers which is fine with me for this case for this all case not saber I mean, all in this all one. i do like i do think i'm gonna watch it again in japanese just to get that feel because i yeah. don't i yeah. don't the dub was a passable. I still need to find out if that's Yuri Lowenthal. I'm going yeah. on a fact-finding mission. Okay. But well, while you legit- do that. <laughs> yeah, I legitimately think that I would watch this again in Japanese. Oh, I absolutely will watch this movie again. I actually looked up how much it was on, like, right stuff right after I was done. Yeah. I just upgraded my computer, though, so I'm going to hold off on that. But <laughs> um, yeah. No, I, I genuinely enjoyed this movie. It also hits all the beats that, like, if you guys are listening to this and have heard our show before, you know what I'm kind of into. It's got that dark and gritty kind of thing. It's a little bit violent, a little bit country. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> a little bit rock and roll. Um, it's It just hits a lot of really good points that I love in shows, and it's a nice compartmentalized little hour and a half uh, movie. It's actually an hour and 20. It's pretty short. Um, yeah. And I, I mean, just... It- 
it, it it's all the great things I love of like nineties Toku. And other than yeah, I mean other than the the dream sequences, it doesn't drag. It's very fast paced. It's yeah. an enjoyable movie. Like, and even the dream sequences, like they're so few and far between, it's kind of like okay, we're here. That's cool. Oh, and she's dead. Got it. <laughs> that, yep, done. Cool. So, no more. I highly, highly, highly recommend this movie to anyone who is a fan of Amamiya. 90s toku anyway um or just 90s any sci-fi really like any japanese sci-fi um if you enjoyed lady battle cop after we check that out you will absolutely enjoy this one too um yeah. it is the same kind of energy so that's Definitely another one i want to watch again yeah. <laughs> lady battle so, cop was pretty dope so i was checking out you know trying to see if i could come up with this guy mm-hmm. um and i have not heard of any of these <laughs> Sounds about right for a except, 90s thing. Except, except the guy was, let's see, he was in Street Fighter 2. Okay, who did he as play? A, as, get this, additional voices. Okay, great. Yeah, yeah. He was in Neon Genesis Evangelion additional voices. Okay. Yep, yep. Uh. Oh, oh. Okay, here we go. So dude was... In Roni Kenshin, he was Kawaji Toshiyoshi. He was Okuba. Oh, he played a bunch of freaking characters in that. Oh, he's a that guy. Oh, he's one of the police dudes. He's a that guy. Yeah, he's, he's a. He's like a. I've heard that voice, but I've never seen him in anything. Like, That's I, why I, I was so convinced it was Yuri. I'm like, this guy sounds like Yuri in Naruto. He was Fukagu Uchiha. Tekiya Uchiha. He was also additional voices. <laughs> this guy is like in everything, but nothing distinct enough. Yeah, that's that's Itachi and Sosuke's dad. Ergo Proxy Kakashi. He was he was an Ergo Proxy. God, I love Ergo Proxy. I gotta he's, watch that again. Yeah, he was in Morty Bito, Naruto Shippuden. This dude was in everything, dude. He's like anyway. a, that one guy from. Uh, like a whole bunch of 80s and 90s movie. I recognize him from like Big Trouble in Little China, but he's got like the mustache and he's kind of balding head, long hair. You'd know exactly who I'm... He's always like a henchman. (laughs) Yeah, that guy. That guy. Yeah. Isn't there a documentary of that guys? Yeah, like there's a whole documentary of like, I recognize that guy or something like that. Yeah, crazy. Like Those dudes, do they have them anymore? I don't even have those guys anymore. I don't know. They don't have like those recognizable B guys. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's always, it's always the star plus an obvious star that's going to go nowhere not one of those enduring character actors you need like the A-list and the C-list kind of thing like I think the closest thing we can associate to that is the C-list mm-hmm. but at the same time some of those C-listers become the stars like Ryan Reynolds started off as a jackass you know what I mean yeah. now this guy's like the shit yeah. I just watched uh, last night I was watching um, The Atom Project yeah that's saw... by the, the same one who did like Free Guy or something like that right same team is it I think so. Uh, I believe uh, Skydance, right? Yeah, but maybe there. The Adam Project was. It wasn't bad. I mean, I think we got Jamal's approval on it, and I checked it out because of that. And I was like, you know what? I didn't find anything wrong with this movie Mm -hmm. because it didn't try to be anything other than what it was. It was just fun. Yeah, had a bunch of shenanigans in there that you're like, okay. I mean, if you have you watched it yet? No, I have not watched it. Okay, so I'll st- I'll save that. Check it out. But it really is w- an enjoyable movie. Like, okay. yeah, it's nothing great, but you won't not enjoy watching it. 
Just like Hakider. <laughs> Just like Hakider. I God, I love Hakider. <laughs> yes. Yeah, um, I did really actually like this movie. Um, but okay, I'll check it out. You never yeah. know. Um, should we get to some news? Yeah, let's open the news. So, I guess first off, since you alluded to it earlier, they did announce a Common Rider Veil spinoff episode. Um, yes. And they got some screenshots going. You you were able to send me a few. And it looks like it is straight up when um, Papa Papa Igarashi is doing his thing as Veil um, and yeah. kind of the origin story to the belt and all that kind of stuff. This is, you know, I've talked about needing to watch all of the spinoffs to get the full story. I'm hoping this doesn't have too much. And this is strictly like his story as young Veil. You know what I mean? How they introduce like Naki as a character in the, the Towser spinoff like yeah and naki not that she was integral to the plot but like she becomes a fairly major character and like it's annoying when she just kind of shows up and you're expected to know watching a spinoff thing i'm hoping yeah. this doesn't do that i hope it's kind of just like mom and dad and veil and how they or create the think, belt or do you take the way i'm taking it now <clears throat> sorry is to take the show for what you have it mm-hmm. and then choosing to delve deeper yeah, that's what I mean. Like, I, I'm down for side stuff that, like, flushes out the lore. But, but there's side stuff and then there's crucial. Like That's what I mean, this, yeah. This feels crucial to Genta. Maybe. Because we're implying that because of that is the reason the kids are the way they are. I mean, yes, it's one to just say that since the focus is the kids. But if you're going to give us this is why then give us this is why you know what i mean that's what i mean i shouldn't have to go hunt down like if this is going to become integral to his story and plot other than you know he was common rider veil back in the day like if there's a character that is going to be integral or something like that i don't i don't like when that's that kind of thing i want it to be flavor text i don't want it to be integral to the story like if i'm going to have a hole in the story because i don't watch this i think they did a bad job crafting the story personally um it should it should be one of those things where like okay we know Vale was a thing back in the day because he was you know the first common rider to fight use demons all this kind of stuff they put the demon in the driver cool which is dope bro that's a show on its own that's, that's what mark actually just said like own. he's okay with yeah. flashbacks because veil vale sounds like it'd be an amazing series by itself and i so agree that, i think this sounds great the next 25 episodes dude like fill the dead spaces that since now we're not going to have kagero and we're not going to have all that other stuff. Yeah. Let's fill that gap with dope flashbacks from Genta. Yeah. And like, <clears throat> but that's just all I mean by that. Like, it should be if I want to dive deeper into the lore, I can, but it's not necessary to understand where a character is coming from or this, that, and the other. Like, you know what I mean? Like, if the entire point to this character was he was a common writer, this demon's here, and that's all I need to know to further their story that's happening in the present. I am okay yeah. with a spinoff that, you know, dives into it and, you know, shows us this, that, and the other, how they met, all this. Okay, cool. I'm down for that. I don't need to know that. But if it's exactly. one of those things where, like, because of the particular demon that came out of the commander that isn't a commander anymore, and I need to know that because he's going to come back later because he's the real bad guy and the real proprietor, to, you know what I mean? Like, I don't, I shouldn't have to exactly. piecemeal a major story they should be two compartmentalized things if they're going to be a thing if i have to go to two different places for it so it really depends on how the rest of the story plays out exactly in terms of the next few episodes but i still feel like this could have been a dope way to tell two stories of yeah. the same writer down the road do almost like you know a kiva what, thing where you go back and you forth know what, <clears throat> so okay before this revelation i had wrote the plot for our token project mm-hmm. 
one of the characters that is the anti-hero is the inheritor of the same driver of the previous mm -hmm. hero that was mm -hmm. your character's partner. Mm -hmm. Damn it. They just, they know. They watched. I know Toby watches the show. I know you guys watch. They have my computers hacked, bro. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, it's pretty cool. So just for the, the blurb that they have about it, this story takes place 25 years ago before the Igarashi siblings were born. A man was brought to Noah, a scientific research organization, mort mortally wounded on the brink of death. That man, Junpei Shiranami, had yes. geek cells transplanted into him by Masumi Karazaki and escaped death. He is given the veil driver and forced to become the strongest devil hunter, Junpei, whose parents were killed by the red devil. Becomes the red devil. uh Rider Veil with vengeance in his heart and continues to fight devils. But wait, let me scroll down here. Oh, that's it. <laughs> but, <laughs> but that's the ultimate one. That's the, that nineties guys. But <laughs> interesting. So I don't know who Devil Hunter Junpei is. That's okay. So I should have said this first. That's Jun. That's yeah. Junpei. What was the last name? Junpei Shiranami. I'm assuming is the dad's real name. It's his real name. Yes. Okay. So he is given Ooh, the veil driver and forced to become the strongest Devil Hunter. Junpei, whose parents were killed by the Red Devil, becomes common rider. So, like, I'm just not understanding. Was he a Devil Hunter before he became a common rider? Is that what it is? I think because I think because of the the it's it, it felt like a rehash of Ichigo, where they took him, injected him, yeah, transformed him, and became a rider. So it felt like Ichigo again. So that's where I was going with it. I'm like, oh shit, this is just like Ichigo. Yeah, and that makes dope. sense. I'm just confused on <clears throat> the two different titles. That's all. Like, is he? obviously the common writer veil but is he like was the strongest devil hunter junpei his title before he became a common writer or is that something different i'm thinking yeah because he's he's going to become genta i think because of whatever happens in this so yeah genta, i'm assuming he's yeah. going to get the stone heart all that nonsense yeah so um, maybe he was the devil hunter junpei which is a fucking amazing title you should go by that all the time i wouldn't go by anything else yeah not even on my like, starbucks cups devil hunter junpei <laughs> like sport? it is Devil Hunter Junpei? Yeah, like I demand to be known as Devil Hunter Carl from now on. All caps, thanks. All caps. <laughs> All caps. Good lord. That also just reminds me of Devil May Cry, so I'm here for it. Um, yeah. yeah, I'm down. I gotta watch 26 because Mark's talking about how they go over it in 26. You did mention that last week. Yeah. Um, I have not watched 26 yet because I only watched up 25. Um, so I gotta I gotta watch that. I'm probably gonna rewatch 25 too. Maybe I'll do that after this. I will rewatch 24, 25, and 26 just because goddamn. Goddamn so good cool revice revice has become so it's revitalized. intriguing it's 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 become something i'm looking forward to again yeah. not just like shit i missed an episode now it's like shit i missed an episode <laughs> yeah i mean it's my thing with the show was never like it being bad right it just it frustrates me sometimes that how good it is because of other things which yeah. i've gone i'm not even gonna bother wasting time with it because i've said it a million times at this point yeah. um and it's background stuff it has nothing to do with the show itself um, especially with Vice in particular, but it's it's cool. Like I, the entire draw to this series from the get go was like this idea of demons and the alter self, and like I'm a huge Persona shill. Same kind of thing happens in Persona. That's the entire point. Like your inner demons come out. This kind of stuff is like the story beats that I love and I like exploring because I feel like having that duality to people helps explore a character and flush them out more. And I really love this kind of thing. And just also demons are badass. So. I'm here for just about any of that. If you didn't tell by my beard, I like demons and metal things. So that's cool. Um, Saber was 
beat for beat every tonal interest that I have, and now Revice is beat for beat every tonal. Exactly, and like, I'm I'm here for it honestly, and it. If we can get more of that and more, it's. I feel like possibly, and I'm just throwing things out here. This is like plot gun to the sky. I have no idea, but I feel like this idea of Devil Hunter Junpei, Common Rider Vale. This might have been the original pitch for Revice. Like, okay, I see that a Devil Hunter running around becomes a Common Rider, does his thing. I feel like that might have been the original pitch. You know, kind of like how Saber was this wandering samurai, fist of the yeah. North Star kind of thing. I right. feel like this may have been the, this what they're going with with Vale may have been the original revise pitch. Maybe. Or like as many of us do when we create a story and all of a sudden we catch an idea and yeah. flush it out. Yeah. That's probably it too. Like I, I would say like unless I, I mean it really depends on how this Vale story plays out. Cause I really hope the mom is more than just the mom. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I'm I really want her to be like I want her to be like a devil hunter, honestly, even if she's a not a common rider. Yeah, like, like something to the point where, oh, she is actually super damn important. Yeah. Um, but Garo actually does something similar. Like when they do the uh, the Raiga. Is it Raiga? Is that his name? I think so. Tiga's son. Or Tiga's son. Um, Ryuga. Ryuga. No, Ryuga is the alternate no, timeline. I think it's, I think it's Raiga. Yeah. Anyway, it okay. doesn't matter. The the main timeline. His father is a Garo knight, a Makai knight, and then his mom is a Makai priest or priestess. That might be... That might be Taiga, actually, or Kaiga, whatever his name is. Um, either way, that might be. My point is, when they combine stuff like that, you usually get a really cool outcome of some kind. Um, and I could also be thinking of a completely different character now that I think about it from the anime. So it doesn't matter. Either way, my point is, you take two really cool things and combine them, and then you could get you know all kinds of cool stuff. And they have three kids, so like maybe Sakura yeah. starts doing more of this devil hunter nonsense if the mom's a devil hunter. You know, maybe well, that's why she's switching the the weapons out of things. Maybe that's a devil hunter thing. I don't know. Well, I think they're gonna go with Karizaki was a dick back in the day too. Yeah. And he he betrayed them, got which is why he's in the current condition he's in. Mm-hmm. Probably like a yeah. I'm going to assume like, we're gonna see why he's wearing a mask and all that stuff. Yeah, I mean it, and that's kind of the point is like we're gonna also get that story or in why that he's same dead. Thing. So you know? this is this is absolutely a crucial must in order to get the full text of the story. Yep. So we'll see. We'll see. I mean, again, it, if it adds flavor to it, cool fantastic i'm here for it if it is genuinely like you can't get the full story without this and I, by full i mean like a solid story i yeah. think that's kind of messed up like like naki is the perfect example um mm-hmm. mark feels like she's gonna be a handler or was on the research team okay okay Ooh. oh that would be dope but then would they really be cool like that uh, I, don't I don't know we'll see we'll um, see but mark also wants a uh, young george flashbacks Baby George? <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, we got the flash forward in the movie. I got to watch the movie still, but we get the flash forward for 70 years. And we got the Ichigo, uh, or I should say the uh, Zero One stamp because of it. If he never does get a, a rider, I really hope that they make a George figure, like an Izu figure. I want a George figure. He's cool. my absolute favorite damn character of the show. Cool. I dig it. Um, I really, I can't get enough of him. He's, he's I, always... I wouldn't hate a time skip in Revise, honestly. Like we're getting a lot. I mean, I don't think they will, but like, you know, this takes place 25 years ago. If we get another like 25 year time skip, I'd be down for that. Old Iki, old Iki, tired of your shit, Iki. <laughs> Bro, I'd be down for it. Iki. That would, yeah, okay. I'd be down for that. Um, I, I don't think that's gonna happen, but never, I mean, but it's fun. <laughs> you know, I mean, they could do it like they did it in an uh, old man Iki storyline. That's what I'm saying. 
Um, like the, the V Cinema we had with Saber, that was eight years later. Like all the characters kind of mellowed out a little bit. They were a little yeah. more, um, let's say, tolerable. To be nice yeah. about it, like Rintaro, what not crying as much. I mean, he was, but it was more tolerable in the grand scheme I of might, things. I might have to watch Trio of Deep Sin again. Just gonna, just yeah. Wait. Like, I think time <laughs> skips are cool. Like, one of the very cool things in a story to me is the progression of time. Right. Like, I, I don't. I'm not a fan. Is it the progression of, of time or evolution of events. Yes, both. <clears throat> just okay. it, i think they go hand in hand honestly most of the time i want to say yeah but so I've, like i've ca- yeah. people change over time right so like if your character evolves via time i'm here for it like if we watch a character go from a teenager to an adult and but an older adult see the progression don't yes. you want to see that yes. or do you want to like or experience the moments that lead to the to those changes but you can do both is my point do- are you big with flashbacks? Because I kind of prefer to, to leave it in the moment. Because I'd flashbacks rather jump forward thinking. than flashback, personally. Because flashbacks, fair, fair. most of the time, if you know the major beats, you know what's going to happen. So there's whatever. Exactly. And that's the whole point is like prequels and flashbacks and all that take away from the sense of immediacy and the sense of danger. It's like there's no, exactly. there's no presence here. It's just like this happened yeah. once. Do you care? It affects what's going on now. It's kind of like the the Genta thing. It affects what's going on now, but either it's really good or it's really bad, and then yeah. nothing. You know what I mean? Like yeah, nothing's also... going to come from the reality of the moment right now. Yes, you tied my mother's shoelace that specific way twenty five years ago, so that I would recognize it today. You know what I mean? Like yeah. what? Why? But I also think you can have time skips and things happen to characters off screen that can be more powerful like not seeing a monster in a horror movie kind of thing like if you leave it open crafted correctly i think having something like that happen in your brain or the readers or the experiencees brain can be more powerful than actually watching it play out i see I don't know. I am down for open to interpretation, things like that. And I, it's super intriguing to me as well when I have, say, like an Iki character who's happy, go lucky, whatever. And if we jump three years, four years, 10 years, whatever, and he's a miserable old bastard, I want to know why. That intrigues me to keep watching. I want a special to be made one day where it's the senior citizen versions of all the writers. Yeah, like, like you get the movie where they jump 70 years men. forward, but it's like old Iki now instead yeah. you know what i mean but like all of them all of them are like we're talking about like where we finally sign a contract with kuga's actor to come back as like this 75 year old crotchety fuck who's gonna be like are we talking grandma cora sakura right now is that what we're talking about yeah. i'm down for it the next generation i'm here for it yes tough old tough bro come on <laughs> that'd be great i love it i am so here yeah. for it um yeah other than that Common Rider Veil, that's a thing. We get a new episode of Trigger, which is New Generation Tiga Episode Z, which is a Zet crossover, I believe. Zeto oh. Ultraman Zet. Um, we get a crossover nice. for that. Um, and they announce a new Shikocho Seiho for W from the anime. Um, yeah. It's that version. And I don't know if we talked about this last time, but they did announce as well a Gokai Silver Memorial Edition. I think we did, but do it again do it again I don't know I'm pretty sure we're getting this one but I do know we're not getting the O's 10th anniversary driver over here because of licensing things which I'm assuming from the music that plays Um, like ever or will we have to jump it's a licensing thing Team Rider said that they're not going to be able to bring it over so you can Uh, probably still buy it from Japanese sellers Um, but 
the memorial edition of the Gokai Gokai cellular i'm pretty sure we're still getting because we got the um Gokai the regular standard one um yeah other than that uh i guess there's a new sentai crossover happening they announced the cast for that zen kaiger versus kira major versus sen pager yes. i don't know what that is but that's a thing that's happening sen pager is it sen pager like I, I have no idea it's just a tribute movie um, probably i have no idea classic suzuru so the cast includes the return of Zenkaiger's Kita Kamajina, uh, Atsuki Matsuhiko, Ryo Sekiguchi, uh, Hinami Mori, Ikui Sakibahara, uh, Sakibara, and voice talents of uh, it looks like the Zenkaiger gang. Yeah. And then Kira Major's crew comes back as well, and Captain or Lupin Red and Captain Marvelous also return. Um, ah, so Senpai Ranger. Gotcha. Yeah. So yeah. it looks like it's a big old Senpai crossover thing. Um, I, yeah, I don't know what Senpaiger is. I guess it's just, you know, the old the old peeps. Um, Sounds like it. Yeah. yeah. So they did announce that as well. And I think that's really it for the news. Not too, too much because we covered a lot of stuff last week. Um, you know, the Futo anime and all that kind of shtiff. Um, yeah. So Which we will be seeing soon. Pronto. As soon as it's available, damn it. Uh, yeah, we'll do an episode on that as soon as it launches. And uh, it looks like... Soccer also tested positive for COVID, so that might halt production. Yeah, for a bit. We'll see. that sucks. So yeah, yeah. we're not going to get another slowdown unless they're just going to ride her back. You know what I mean? Like, ride her off the next couple episodes can focus Maybe. on the dive. Certainly possible. Um, yeah. But I think that is it news wise. Just double checking one more time. Yeah, there was an interview that came out with the uh, Hirofumi Suzuki, who plays Kiji brother in the new Don Brothers, um, which I believe we are actually going to check out for next week. Yes. Yeah. We're going to check out Don Brothers. So, so things. So I'm going into it with a positive attitude. We'll yeah. see. We'll, we'll see you next week. What we think. Um, I also usually in the first episode, they don't get like the full crew together, which I think this is kind of like that too. So if we can get, you know, two or three episodes in and just get the full team and see how they interact with each other, I think that'll be a little more impactful yeah. to me anyway. Um, so definitely. You know. Yeah. We'll get, we'll get more than just the flavor of it. We'll get pretty much the idea of where they're going to go. Hopefully uh, they did a den. Don Brothers Deno crossover miniseries apparently. Why? But the reason why I, mean, I didn't I know why, but out, like why? Well, yeah, <laughs> I, I didn't want to check it out because I'm not sure if it's still gonna. Does it stick true to his character in the show? I I don't know. Probably. I mean, it's Deno, so it's probably just the image in. It's probably not even Riotaro. because that's what <laughs> oh. they do. He's busy making more Kenshin movies, so you know more. Why? I, 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 thought, I, they I thought they finished like, them too, but I'm sure. I'm sure there's always one in production at this point. Yeah, they did, they went on to five. They were supposed to stop it after two, I think. They went yeah. on to five. Yeah. No money, 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 money. I mean, they're, <laughs> they're good. They're some of the best anime adaptations out there, in my opinion. They're actually no, it's, quite it's, fantastic. It's the fighting in that is so clean. Oh my god. Samurai X is one of my favorite anime movies of all time. The original Samurai X. Um, Fair enough. And the live action, the beginning, like Ruin Kenshin, the beginning is a fantastic interpretation of it. Um, I have some issues with it, but those are surface level, like, oh, I really liked how they did this part in the movie as opposed to, you know, this and live action sort of thing. But yeah. it is a fantastic interpretation. If you're not familiar with those movies, um, the first Samurai X is how Kenshin gets his scar. If you know what Rurouni Kenshin is, um, it's how he gets his scar. So it's kind of the origin story to that. They alluded to it in the fourth movie, the final, um, and then yeah. they ended up making a full movie about it, so. I was here for it, which in the that final, dope, everything about they're that. so good. Please go watch those and, movies; they're very and good. To watch, and you get to watch Deno, yeah, be even more badass. Yeah, like, you get to watch Deno go from like a crying kid to like the biggest badass on the block. Yeah, it's I was great. literally like, if you would just henshin, 
if he would just henshin. Yeah, <laughs> like if he would straight up just man. turn into a samurai rider, <laughs> not even Gaim, just a straight up samurai rider. I, would I don't be know all if I sent it. it to you. Have you seen? Uh, it's it's like a fan rendition. He, he made like a Kabuto armor that yes, was like you did legitimately. It was so nice. It was That's so clean. Yeah, I think I could find it. Hold on, I'll put, no, I can't. I deleted it. No, <laughs> but anyway, uh, it, it, just type in Kabuto samurai armor. I'm sure it'll yeah, pop up. Kabuto, it's probably the first thing that pops yeah. up. But it's a so uh, cosplay someone made. It's it's Kabuto in like straight up like SIC Gaim looking armor. Yeah. Um, it's very cool. Very cool. So, uh, yeah, that's pretty much all I got today, my friend. Do you have anything yeah. else? Um, no, actually, I think that's pretty much it. Um, people, please stick up for the stick around for the announcement of my YouTube channel that's going to come out. I think next week we're doing the kickoff. I have two videos that have been finalized, ready to go. Two Dang. creepy pastas. It's going to be the creepy pasta stuff. Sorry, so it's not Toku related. So I didn't want to plug it too much. It's but okay. It's more of my kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, so check me out. Uh, again, send me any of your stories, creepy pasta stories. If you have anything that's you know happened to you that's a little spoopy, I like that stuff. Uh, send it to sixechoes.se at gmail.com. Let me know. Um, other than that, yeah. You could also it. follow him at Six Echoes on uh, Twitter and all that I'm stuff. I'm at Six Echoes at everything, guys. Yeah. Everything. So thank you. Go ahead and check that out. Yeah, you got to plug it, dude. Come on now. Yeah. I mean, if we're going to plug non Toku things, which we might as well, it's our show. We're going to do what we want. You're right. You're right. I didn't. I just felt it's bad, our goddamn yeah. show, dude. Plug like it away. And I hope you guys like me too. Yeah. So check out the check out the creepy pasta stuff. Um, it's going to be called Six Echoes uh, at YouTube. So once once everything is underway, you'll get the plug. Very cool, very cool. And if you guys are hanging around here, you know what I do besides Toku. We play some fighting games. We check out Elden Ring. I just didn't want to spend another two hours talking about Elden Ring, but I could. Um, I actually did put up my. It's not really a review. It's more of a a thoughts after a bunch of hours of Elden Ring. It's on efncool.com. Um, that is fncool.com. You can check it out there. I also have a whole bunch of other articles doing non-Toku things. Um, I had an interview with the Besteban, um, Esteban Martinez. He's the big documentee of documentor of the FGC um, and just a bunch of other articles about the FGC in general. You guys can go check that out, efncool.com. Um, and you can follow me at Twitter, all that other stuff, at Kaiju Carl. And you know if you're watching this on Twitch, you know where to find me, but it's twitch.tv slash Kaiju Carl every Wednesday, Friday, and Sunday. So... That's all I got, my man. You guys have a good night. Catch you guys on the flip side.